Welcome to Loose Leaf TNU, a podcast designed to invite people into conversation that cultivates community response. I'm Kennedy Kreider. And I'm Allie Tuity, and we would like to invite you to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, and participate alongside us in difficult topics, playful banter, and hopeful conversation. Hey fans, I know it's been a while, so crazy story, I had a freak accident injury at my CrossFit gym. I know, I do CrossFit, I know I look like it. Um, Anyway, super embarrassing, I was doing um, chest-to-bar pull-ups with a small exercise band. It was around the pull-up bar, and then the other end was around my foot, and uh, it slipped off my foot. and hit me in the eyes and I lost my sight for a few minutes and then when I got up and looked in the bathroom after like five minutes of laying on the ground um I had a black eye and I couldn't see out of my right eye and the next day I couldn't see again when I woke up out of my right eye and had to go to the eye doctor and I had what is called a hyphema so basically, my eye there was blood in like my eye, um, and so, yeah, <laughs> it's been kind of a crazy few weeks. And then last week was Snowmageddon. So, that's kind of what's been going on. We're thankful that you guys are sticking with us. Um, this week, I get to talk with Leah Bryant. She's my coworker at Kid Power. And she's the president of Walden and has been in a lot of leadership roles throughout her years at Trebekah. Um, It's just a really great conversation, and I'm excited for you guys to hear from her. We talk about Black History Month more in a reflective sense since it's the end of February. Um, But we also talk about how we can um, do better to partner together and to actually be the change we want to see in the spaces we love and care about. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Thank you guys for sticking with us as always. And uh, yeah. So Aaliyah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and letting me interview today. Um, If you would just go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, who you are, what roles you have done on campus and how you came to Trebekah. So, um, yes, my name is Leah Bryant. I came to Trebekah in 2018. Um, it was my, bet, like, it was my first choice, not my, like, top pick, but I ended up here, and at first, I wasn't as involved, really, at all. I, like, went to Soma, you know, a couple times, yeah. um, and then it maybe wasn't until, like, midway of my first semester that I started going to Walden meetings, and little did I know like how, you know, quickly I would be involved. So, you know, halfway through freshman year, got involved with Walden. Um, second semester, I was interested in peer mentoring. So um, I applied for that and I became a peer mentor for my sophomore year. I, um, something happened with Walden. So I was asked to be the social media manager going into my sophomore year but then some things happen and I end up being vice president so there's that and then I was a peer mentor but Walden vice president and then second semester sophomore year I became an RA at Tennessee Hall so yeah I've been I I feel like I've almost done it all except for like SGA yeah 
<laughs> so, and then I started working at Kid Power. What was it? First semester, sophomore year. Kid Power and Walden have been like my two big things lately. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really did enjoy everything. And then now I'm the president of Walden. It's been kind of crazy, like how everything has gone so quickly because I didn't even know Walden existed, and all of a sudden I'm the president. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a wild journey. I've tried to transfer from Trebekah so many times, but <laughs> just like, no, like your your purpose is here. Like you're gonna stay here. So <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. Um, and you're a junior now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to say how we know each other, so. I've seen Kennedy in passing, but we didn't like formally like start talking or like things like that until we start working at Kid Power. What was that? Um, my sec like my second semester sophomore year maybe. Yeah, I think we kind of got hired around the same time, like towards the end of of that first semester. Right. Right. Yeah. We had the same van route now. (laughs) It wasn't until we start getting van routes that that's when we started to get to know each other. Right. Yeah. And then the title of this podcast is Loose Leaf Tea and You, kind of like we're spilling the tea, mm-hmm. drinking tea, <laughs> and, you know, involving other people in that conversation. So mm-hmm. a question we always ask is, what tea are you drinking, literally, and then metaphorically, like, what's warming you up these days? What's giving you life? So just answer both those questions. Right now, what I'm drinking is some green tea, just some, you know, some basic green tea from Walmart. <laughs> and then, um, metaphorically, what is giving me life right now? I don't even know. That's the crazy thing is like in this time of COVID, like mm-hmm. not much is going on. And like, um, I only have two classes and, you know, I'm just going to work. Um, only thing that's like getting me right now is probably the bachelor i guess that's the only yeah. one right now <laughs> so. oh my gosh yeah we have a little bracket bachelor bracket at kid power that all the our co-workers do which i have not filled out since like the first episode so i'm probably the last in last place right now i think a lot of people quit doing it but i'm <laughs> in first place so that's all i care about <laughs> Yeah, we've had a lot of like good conversations in our van route. I knew you were the president of Walden. And I asked you like towards the beginning of February, if you would be willing to come and talk and then just through craziness, um, we didn't get to do it till the end. So if you would kind of talk about what Walden did do, and then Kid Power too, if because I know you were really in charge with that. So with Black History Month um, and with Walden, you know, it, it, it proves a challenge in the middle of COVID. Yeah. And so we knew that all of our events were going to most likely be virtual. Um, and so with that, like, there, what am I trying to say? Like, so we had a movie night. We showed The Wiz. We wanted to show the photograph, but... Um, the photograph is just like a great big representation of Black love um, featuring Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae, but we didn't get approved because of, and that's the thing, it's not even that bad of a movie, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, yes, there may be, you know, some scenes there, some language here, but for the most part, if you were to take the overall arching theme, um, I think it's a really great representation of Black love, but we had to show The Wiz, and we showed that two weeks ago, it was a small turnout, which was expected. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're still trying to figure out how to get stuff like presented out quickly. And like, 
we're still working on that because we do have a new team and it's no longer just me and the vice president like doing stuff every like well, there's people under me now so mm -hmm. that's a lot different but uh, after the whiz we have our this friday we have a professionals panel coming up which i'm literally totally excited about these are four great black professionals in nashville that are just like killing it right now um let me see if i can get their names so we have raquel oyemo i think um <laughs> she's an attorney and she's a skilled labor professional in the financial services industry uh, we have ashford hughes senior he is an executive officer for diversity equity and inclusion at mnps metro uh, national public schools we have jacoby campbell he's also on the walden leadership board um and he's a pastor the first black nazarene pastor like maybe in the southwest region i don't know but something like that he has that title the first black pastor for something um he's a pastor at bell road church of the nazarene and then we have q1 taylor he's the owner of eighth and roast as well as cinema um so i'm really excited about that that's going to be this friday at 3 p.m so um all the details will be on walden's instagram and then we're trying to plan something with sga but it's kind of weird because it is the last week so um, we'll see how that goes and then broderick would like to do a civil rights tour uh, and then hopefully me and Law Zuday will be uh, leading that and like showing you guys like different spots around Nashville that are just like really historical in black culture. And in hopes that we can get her, we're trying to get Crystal DeGregory. She did a dissertation on Walden's history. And we're also trying to get a historical marker uh, for Walden and for Trebekah uh, because this is where this is where this is the what this, this land is where an HBCU um, once was for black slaves. So um, we're really excited. And I guess it kind of sucks because last week was a snow week. And yeah. so, you know, everything kind of got pushed back. And um, so we're kind of going to be pushing that week into this week. And then yeah. next week we'll kind of finish off Black History Month. So, yeah. Well, that's really cool. I don't know who these days wouldn't know what Black History Month was, but do you want to give a little um, breakdown of what Black History Month means to you? So for me, Black History, Black History means things to many different things to many different Black people. Yeah. But when it comes to Black History for me, I just see it as a way to um, give remembrance to and to acknowledge the people that have come before us and have created all of these different avenues and different um, inventions and things like that. Um, and like throughout all of that and planning all these things, I'm learning more about black history every single day. So like I created the scavenger hunt for kid power. Yeah. And I didn't know that there was a black person that created the fire extinguisher. Yeah. I was like that's crazy. So, you know, you, you learn something new every year and with that, it really just like lets you highlight Black talent, Black everything, basically Black culture, Black history, Black language, like whatever, you know, everything that, you know, encompasses in America of what yeah. being Black is about. And I guess us as Black people, we like to say, hey, we celebrate it every year, but we're glad we got a month, you know what I mean, <laughs> to highlight that. But it is the shortest month of the year, so it's like, okay, really? But, you know. <laughs> We'll, we'll take what we can get at this point. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we talked about Walden a little bit in one of our earlier episodes, but in case somebody hasn't listened to that, do you kind of want to 
just shortly explain what Walden is? So Walden is the official Black Student Association here on campus at Tribeca, and we basically serve the greater good of our Black students, and, you know, we're working on uh, creating an education platform, creating a culture on campus, um, and just simply working to, I don't know how to put it, like, you know, we're still in the working stages of like reworking Walden because it yeah. did in 2017, but now we're starting into a different direction. But, you know, we're trying to implement more Black tour guides because right now I'm pretty sure they're only white and Hispanic. So, you know, we're trying to work on the retention rate and bringing in more Black students into Trebekah. And that kind of does start with the admissions process. So, um, and then also working on getting scholarships for students that would really like to come to Trebekah. Um, and then also working on the education, like planning events um, that work around, you know, giving a knowledge, you know, with the things like the George Floyd situation um, and the whole Black Lives Matter movement, like that, like this is a really good time to, you know, further out those um, education events and things like that. And a lot of people have been showing that they will have interest in how to become an ally and things like that. So we're working on, um, basically providing a culture. If I'm gonna be honest, like, you know, African-Americans are the smallest percentage here on campus. And mm -hmm. so it's hard for us to form a community. So that's really what Walden here is for, to build a community and to be able to work alongside with our neighbors and the people outside of Trebekah's community, so. Yeah. Okay, so obviously this year was a lot different with COVID. So would you be able to speak a little bit about what Walden has done in past years for Black History Month or even just what you've seen Trevecca do yeah. um, in general in the past years? So I didn't really notice Trevecca doing anything for Black History Month until I became vice president. I don't even remember anything that happened my freshman year regarding Black History Month. If I'm gonna be completely honest, my when I was a sophomore, when I was vice president, we did a Black History Month showcase. We did a Black History Month chapel. Oh yeah, we also have Black History Month chapel tomorrow. Oh. So we have Black History Month chapel uh, and Howard and Taylor have been planning. Like it's, I, I'm so excited. I'm literally so excited. That's gonna be good. It's gonna be amazing. The worship is gonna be amazing. So I'm really excited about that. And then, so my sophomore year, we had a showcase. We did a Black History Month chapel. We did a Black History Month like worship night that was amazing like that was the but I was like okay we have to do this like for like like starting now like I was like once a month like this is what we're going to do like yeah. <laughs> and then COVID hit so yeah so we did that and then what else did we do I can't remember what else we did but I think that was pretty much it if I'm being completely oh we also had a movie night and we showcased Southside with you. It's the Obama love story. And we did it around like Valentine's Day just to like highlight Black love. And I think that the Obamas are like such a great representation of what Black yeah. love is about. And that was pretty much it. But, and then we had, you know, the Kid Power Black History Month day, like whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know. It was like a nice grand little I don't know. It was, it was fun though. I loved it. But yeah, that's pretty much what we had going on. But everybody had something to look forward to like every week and then they had stuff going on in the cafeteria I think mm -hmm. they're doing some different foods and things like that so yeah uh 
in like years past, like there really hasn't been anything referenced to Black History Month. So I wanted to make sure that we really, you know, kind of set our mark really and give people yeah. something to look forward to. So yeah, I my like freshman and sophomore year, I mainly remember them the calf just making like special like right. uh, Black History Month. Right. <laughs> um, foods and like that's really all I remember so yeah that's funny what are some things you think Trebekah could be doing better not just during the month of February but like year-round to celebrate their black students one thing I think that Trebekah can do better is I mean honestly if I'm gonna be honest there's a lot of things they could do better yeah I think that it really starts within the education and it really just starts with representation at the end of the day. Like when you walk into your classroom, when you walk into student development, when you walk into all these different arenas on campus, like the majority is white. You know, you there's like what, two or three black professors and Dr. Gordon is one of them, but she's an adjunct, so she's not even here all the time. So I think it really just starts with representation. And I wish Trebekah was more intentional about bringing more Black students on campus. And, you know, they do a nice job of getting them here, but keeping them here is a different subject. Yeah. So that's kind of what Walden is working towards to, you know, make sure that our students are being well taken care of because some feel that they just don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a place for Black students, but Trebekah has to be willing to create that space and to be open to new things. So how do you think like other students could be better about helping shape that culture? Or like, I don't know, that's a question I ask myself a lot, like as a person of privilege. Yeah, I don't know if that is too vague of a question, but. No, I can answer that. I think it's just a matter of wanting to be willing to educate yourself and being able to listen. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean you go up to like the first black black person you see and be like, hey, can you teach me everything about like being black? Right. It could just be as simple as starting a conversation and be like, hey, how are you doing today? You know what I mean? Like, And then throughout that, getting to know other people, you start to learn more about um, their culture and things like that. One thing that I have noticed out here at Trebekah is people have a willingness to learn and people want to understand and things like that. And that's not something I'm used to. So that is something, honestly, that I applaud like Trebekah students for, honestly. And I haven't had like much experience with like professors and things like that, but I have heard of many microaggressions. um, Yeah and taking place amongst faculty and that's not okay so yeah I think that it's just a matter of wanting to educate yourself and taking the time out you know of your day to understand what other people go through yeah but also like being willing to listen when you are in those spaces and it's also about getting out of your comfort zone so if you grew up like all like if you went to predominantly white schools and things like that like of course, like you're going to be, you might be uncomfortable in a certain space with people of color because you've never been in that arena, but there is growth when you get out of that comfort zone and you um, insert yourself where you may not be as comfortable, but 
at the end of the day, like no one's going to shoot you down to want to, you know, talk to you. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. I think it's just a matter, it's a willingness and wanting to educate and listen and get out of your comfort zone, really. I've had yeah. to get out of my comfort zone a lot being here in Tribeca. So, yeah. Um, and then, kind of along those lines, how are some ways allies can come alongside um, their Black friends during Black History Month to kind of celebrate? And not like take over the space, but really come as an ally in those spaces. I think it's just a willingness to participate in like the events that Walden does give. Um, Like Trebekah doesn't really do much outside of Walden doing stuff for Black History Month. I think that that's a really good way to show up and just show out and like show your support. Um, I think that, I don't know, I feel like that's a tricky question sometimes just because some Black people I don't know it's, it's such a hard question because having conversations with some black people like allies I don't know it's weird for them but then yeah. like yes like you know I love that you're standing alongside us so I think it's a difficult question I can't speak for everybody but I can speak for myself it makes me happy to see other white people want to come to our events and things like that and learn more because it's not just for us right. Like Walden was not created just for black people. Like it was, you know, with the intent to help our black students. But if you look at our team, we have Asian, we have Hispanic, we have black people. Like we're a very diverse group of people. So um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think that that question is different for everybody. But I know that for me, I like to see when people show up, so. So yeah, probably like you were saying earlier, just like get to know people and listen because everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to talk about while you're here kind of about the topic? Um, I think that I'm excited to see what Trebekah is going to start to implement like moving forward. Like, I just feel like the Lord has been moving mountains when it comes to being Black on campus, and a lot of things that we haven't been able to do in the past, we're able to do now. Like, having a whole Black History Month chapel, we're working on trying to get a Black, like, not Black History, a a Black worship night going on. Mm. Uh, I told we're trying to get that like once a month but we'll see what happens with that but there's only like two months left of school yeah (laughs) hopefully like that's something that we can establish like next year so uh we're working on getting black tour guides and uh being more in the admissions process i would really like to go out to other like other high schools around national stuff and be like hey look we're here we exist like we want you to be here Um, and things like that and yeah just like different there's like small things and Broderick is doing a lot a lot to uh, work on creating that diversity and that inclusion amongst faculty and staff so I'm just really excited to see like what is to happen ahead Uh, because what they could do 2017 they couldn't do now and so it's just a matter of time before really the whole the whole world is really at our you know fingertips and I would really like for Walden um, and Trebekah to work more outside of Trebekah you know what I mean the community that we've been placed in Mm -hmm. and 
really just take advantage of that and use the resources that we have. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to hear that it's you're making progress <laughs> in some ways. That's really good to hear. Well, that's the thing. Like Walden, like could not exist in 2016, 2017. Yeah. The reason why it was created was because they had black students that had come from Pearl Cone and they needed a way to keep them here at Trebekah and somehow it formed its way into a black student association. So like there couldn't even be a black student association because they thought it would create a divide among students. Yeah. So it's crazy to see how fast how far we've come. Yeah, that's so good to hear. So yeah, thank you so much for coming and talking a little bit about that in your experience um, in ways that we can kind of partner together and support one another. Now I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. Okay. So they're not serious. So just whatever okay. comes off the top of your head. Um, so what is your favorite building on campus and why? Okay. So I'd have to say my favorite building on campus would probably be, I want to say Jackson just because it is a newer building and yeah. I think it's aesthetically pleasing inside and I just love the vibes that it gives off especially in Zelma um it's like perfect for worship night or just like a cute little concert I remember they had what was it called so far they had the so far concert where it was like nobody knew who was performing until they got there and like that was so cool just to have people that don't even go to Tribeca and just like meet new people yeah so Jackson probably like my favorite building so far do you have a lot of classes in there since your music business or are because their business are they in Boone? Yeah, music business is more so in Boone. Okay. So yeah, I don't really have any classes. I was a worship arts minor, but now I'm a marketing minor, so I no longer really have any classes in Jackson. Gotcha. Classes are kind of all over the place now because of COVID. They just kind of put them <laughs> wherever. Um, okay. If this week was a candle scent, what scent would it be? Mm. I would have to say like summer day or something because today it's 70 degrees outside and I just cannot wait to go back outside because like that that's what I've been waiting for. I was tired of the snow. I was tired of the cold. Like I'm a summer baby. Like <laughs> I love the heat. I love, you know, being in the warm sun and things like that. So I'm so excited to go out and enjoy this day. <laughs> so yeah. Today's candle scent would be a warm summer day. Yeah, it was so cold last week. Degrees, and now we're in seventy. Like, yeah, I went. I went outside yesterday. I took a walk, and I was sweating. Yeah, it's not even that warm, but I just like had been so used to it being cold. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. What is your go-to song to sing in the shower? Oh my gosh, I have a whole like shower jams playlist dedicated to my shower so <laughs> my favorite song would probably be hmm, hmm, positions is always good mm. yeah that's a hard question probably let's say maybe savage remix or let's get married by Vito. it's one of the, it's a song that got big on tiktok i love that yeah. song I'm like i'm playing this at my wedding so <laughs> That's so funny. I need to make a playlist. I just put random stuff on, yeah. depending on my mood. It should I should put it all in one place. <laughs> okay, so this one is a little more serious. What 
was the moment you knew you had to do something in regard to like activism? Like if you have a moment when you knew like you could no longer be passive and you knew you had to be active about uh, advocacy. And I guess that's kind of difficult to answer, but. That's a really hard question. I've never really thought about that. Um, I think sometimes it starts with self, mm-hmm. like just your self-reflection and like realizing where you are and you want to see things be better for yourself. But then also that whole, I guess, thought of, wanting to help other people kind of comes alongside of that and I've always been the type of person to help out people yeah you know I've always been in leadership at church and at school and things like that so becoming an activist for my blacks like our black students really just kind of started with myself I was like you know it's very I don't want to say whitewashed but it is kind of whitewashed um, and it is a predominantly white school, but if Trebek is going to claim that they're diverse and things like that, you know, it's one thing to not even say that they are diverse and to just claim themselves as a PWI, but Trebek says they are diverse. And the only diversity is that it's just a bunch of different people from different countries and things like that that go here. Yeah. But there's no culture established and things like that. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of Trebek like actually doing what they say like you know just like you know like if you're not gonna be that then don't say that so I guess it was just a matter of me like I was in a space I'm in college I didn't get to I wanted to go to HBCU but I couldn't go to HBCU and I'm not going to end up living like I'm at HBCU but if I can do something that kind of like gets me toward that or things like that then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work towards that so it's just really, it's really the experience. And I guess it's different for everybody because I know for myself, like being in this position, I have so many resources. And so if somebody came up to me and said, hey, I want to start a step show in the quad. I'd be like, let's do it. I would say here, we'll talk to this person. We'll go here. I'll have this person do that. I'll have this person do that. And so I guess it's tricky because people are like, oh, I want Trivica to do this. Why don't they do this? And just complain so much. And I'm like, why don't you do something about it? Like, you know, so it, it, it gets hard, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, if you guys don't want this, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to have this experience. So I'm going to make sure that I'm working towards this because I know somebody else is going to enjoy it. So I think that with activism, it really just starts with self and then just to care for other people mm-hmm. and like seeing them happy. And like, it, it sucks that African-Americans are leaving Tribeca all the time, but it's like the reality of it is, it's like, when are you going to say, okay, let's actually do something about this. Like, let's actually work on keeping them here. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, it, I think it's, it's, it's tricky sometimes, but with the position that I'm in, like, I'm really, I'm really working. I'm really trying. COVID makes it really, really difficult. Yeah. No different if, you know, we could have these gatherings, even if it was just like 20, like hopefully it'd be 50 people soon. But, you know, COVID just makes it so tricky, but it seems like it's getting better. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, And then if someone was listening to this podcast, this episode, what would be a response that you would hope they would have? I think a response I would hope would be like, hey, I want to talk to her about this idea that I have. 
yeah. or um, I want to talk to her about you know a question that I have or you know just things like that like I'm a very open person I may I, I have I like to say I have RBF I do have RBF <laughs> that I am um, not stuck up but I think I'm like I just look really mean sometimes yeah have RBF relatable I look unapproachable yeah people tell me they'll be like Lee you're so nice I thought you were like me I'm like yeah. oh. like you know so don't be afraid of what I look like you know on a day-to-day if you come into me and you say hey I'll be like hey how are you doing like you know that type of thing but um yeah like honestly I would love for people to want to start an open dialogue about things that they see um that they want to change yeah. because at the end of the day, like we all have to be open to some sort of change. We cannot stay in the same spot that we're in right now. Yeah. So somebody, you know, obviously somebody's got a spark. Somebody's got a great idea um, and things like that. So I would really love to hear those. Yeah. Wow. That's really helpful. Um, yeah. Listeners, if you want to start a step dance in the quad, hit <laughs> Leah up. We will make it happen. <laughs> We want to see that. We want that so bad. I want sororities and fraternities so bad on this campus. Maybe yeah. that'll be something I work toward, I don't know, before I graduate. So Yeah, my sister went to a different Christian college, and they had social clubs, which they're basically sororities and fraternities. Basically sororities and fraternities. And they had, like, stomp week. <laughs> like, it was awesome. That's what we got. That's totally what we need. But we need more Black people to do that. So right. Try You're right. <laughs> right (laughs) well I so enjoyed this conversation and I hope too that people will you know want to make a change instead of just complaining about things um even though that's fine too like we get it there's stuff to complain about (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah thank you so much um I guess I'll see you at work Um, (laughs) hour and a half if you would like to leave any suggestions for future topics of episodes or guests, please email us at lltmu at gmail.com, and that'll be in the show notes. And as always, like, comment, and subscribe. See you later.